This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. All right. Okay. Well, we're just going to do a quick one, so. Okay. Let me ask you a question. I am ready. Start start it here. Okay. (laughs) Steve Perry in his day. Yeah. You go backstage. There you are, one of his... Am I single? Yeah. Okay. You're one of his... This is the same scenario as when you went back to meet Van Halen, except it's Steve Perry, and since Steve Perry's not an alcoholic, he's... He's sober. Well, he's, you know... Maybe he's not sober, but he's at least not... You know, completely right. I mean, Eddie was wasted, right? Yes, he was. Right. So you meet Steve Perry, and Steve Perry's like, "Hey, hey, Steve, let's get this together. How would oh, you like me to? And you? Yeah, would you, without question, do anything he wanted? Steve Perry, you just watched him perform, and he was. I want to un- say. That I would I would put out for Steve Perry, but not because I find him wildly attractive. It's because I find him wildly talented. Like I've never been. Um, he has never been like a uh, an. Uh, I don't, what's the What's the word? Like he's not. I never had a crush on him in a sexual way. You didn't. Mm-mm. I'm surprised. Why? I I just. The way you talk about him would well, lead I, me to, I mean, I don't know uh, from, you he know. He moves me. He moves my soul with his, I love his voice. I absolutely love his voice. Like, it's just, I think it's perfection at times. I never want you to repeat this. Okay. But he reminds me, this is going to sound terrible, and I don't mean it to. Just say it. He reminds me of Sebastian Bach in that when he was a skinny little kid, he was like a good-looking big voice, like just a mm-hmm. twig of a man with this huge voice. How old was he when when that? I don't. Uh, I do not know. I, I don't know. I, Journey wasn't one of my bands. That's right. why, as you've you know, as they've sort of had a chance to become part of our lives, I've sort of been it's, on the sidelines. It's for not it. that I don't find him attractive. Then I mean, I, I, but I definitely he wasn't like someone I crushed on. But, but. The same way Sebastian Bach and Steve Perry now, their faces have filled out. They don't have that same wafer thing. Well, 40 fucking years have gone by, <laughs> you know? know. 40 Age years will do it to so pretty much anyone. Awful. Even it's, from zero to 40 will really awful. take its toll. It's for sure the worst, no doubt. Oh, age so, just anyway, doesn't give a shit about you. You would do him then? Uh, in, in an effort to spend more time with him? Uh, because I would want to be in his presence, which I think is a whole groupie mentality. Like the reason, I don't even think that they necessarily, they're not really in love with this person. They're not, you know. No, I mean, it's, okay. It's, I want to be in his presence. Steve Perry, here's what he wants to do, for starters. Okay. Okay. 
Hi, Sarah. I'm Steve Perry. Oh, hey, Steve. Oh, my God. Nice to meet this you. This is huge my fan. thing. I, I want to know if you would be willing to let me. I have a dinner, like a, a, a dinner style candle. That oh, I'm a going, candelabra. Yeah, a candle. Okay. I'm like going a long. A long stick. Where you'd put a taper can, on it. Exactly it. Right. right. Yeah. I'm going to stick that in your asshole and light it. And then I'm going to take a squirt gun mm-hmm. with alcohol mm-hmm. and I'm going to shoot it at the flame. Is that something that I no no I'm not going to be up for that. I'm sorry. What else you got? Well, I could shoot it with water to just shoot the flame out. I thought it'd be more fun to sort of shoot well, flame. My like first problem is the candelabra. Ass. You know, if you just want to take a taper <laughs> candle, and if we're just talking about the candle. I might be a little bit more amenable to this idea. Oh, just the candle. In it your was ass. just the candle. Uh, all right. I mean, we're we're right there on the edge, but uh, but yes, but maybe, you know, we'll see how this night goes. But lighting it, but, making Instagram videos of me shooting. Oh, there's going to be video. No, I'm not. I'm sorry, Steve. I there you is can a bury lot. Your face I would, in the pillow. You no, don't have to. Mm-mm, I'm not gonna. All right. That's not my good. I thought you excellent loved me. question, though, Finn. No, listen, I don't, I've never, I'm not that attracted to you, Steve, is all this it hurts. is. If, you know, I really, I think that you're one of the most talented singers uh, uh, that you can hear on the radio today. You're amazing. But no, the whole brass candelabra, that seems ouchy <laughs> to start with. And then the whole, you're going to, what did you say? Like a butane, to- what did you say? A water gun filled with alcohol. Yeah, no. That seems really dangerous. Well, like, I would think I would, could live to regret this night. You'd shoot flames, wouldn't you? If I hit it just right, you'd shoot flames. Or would you not? I think that I never thought of this before, so I'm over, just coming up with this as I, we go. Here's what I see as the problem. <laughs> As you shoot the water spray of alcohol through the flame of the candle, the alcohol continues on, but now it's flaming. Right. Yeah, it's not necessarily just burning up. It might actually land on me, light me on fire. It might drip down the candle, light my asshole on fire. I mean, I just see this it as could being get problematic. So fun. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem all that. It doesn't seem that fun. You know, really, really good suggestion. I think that idea all right, needs a little. So work. you're not that big of a fan. Right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan. He right. was uh, 28 oh. when he joined Journey. Oh. In 1978 or 77? 77. He's, oh, he's, uh, he's, so he's in his 70s. He's born he's in 69. Yeah, he's born in 49. Dang. He actually looks really good for 60. I didn't think he was that old at all. Well, you know who else is like 70 is Sammy Hagar, and that dude looks 50. Oh, uh, Sammy's. Sammy really looks good. You know, his, his, that, the circle just finished an album. Yeah, and are we, did, did you see a release date on that? I didn't, but I saw that he's, it's a concept album. Right, that's what one of the guys, uh, Jason Bonham? Bonham, that's a concept uh, he album. He was saying, this is like an old, you know, this is meant to be listened to start mm-hmm. through finish, and it's a, it's a whole, I can't. Maybe he'll come in and talk about it. I would never have seen a concept album in Sammy at all. Yeah. He's like party fun guy. I know. So I'm surprised. But. He's the I can't drive 50. But you know what? He's an older dude now. I mean, maybe he wants to really make a mark and, you know, more than he has. And this is what he's got. This is what he wants to do. Well, he's lucky. He still gets to make music. Yeah. Good for him. Hell yeah. That is lucky. Most people just get to make it on their couch. Actually, I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, I used to always think I wanted to be a rock star. But you know what I really want to do? Drink and sit on my couch. And, and sing Boston songs and Journey songs. That's you, what I want to do. You had Sammy at your house mm. just the other day ago. He didn't sing or anything. 
So what? You had Sammy Hagar at your house. It made me wish that the party was a lot smaller and I could have been like, John, get the guitar. Yeah. And we could because Michael Franti was there, we could have all sat and we could have like sung some songs. Yeah, why didn't you? You know who else loves jamming? Uh weirdly, is Johnny Mosley. He loves jamming. Why is that weird? It's just it's just funny because he's not like a super musical guy or anything, but he just Yeah, but he was when he was in here before, he was like, Oh, I I'm a karaoke freak. Yeah. He loves it. He And he even had a he has a go to. It's young MC. Oh, is that his go to? Wasn't it? Remember. I don't know. Remember we'll have to make him karaoke the, some stuff. What is that? Busted, bust a move. Bust a move. Yeah. Is that what he That's did correct. when we had the karaoke day? Yeah. Yeah, we had no, a karaoke day, and then we had an auto tune karaoke day. And oh, he I love sang, the auto tune karaoke I think he sang day. Backstreet Boys that day. Oh. Yeah. So, but he is, you know, but not everybody loves to sit around in a circle with, you know, and make up words and stuff, and you know. <laughs> But he loves it. Like I, his wife has dragged him out of my house a few times. Like, oh, okay, really? Johnny, it's we got to go. Huh. At some point, we got to check back into our real lives. Uh, but anyway, so that would have been, you know, if there were less people, fewer. Sorry, sorry, mom, fewer people at the party. Oh come on, Ellie. I just know she cringed when I said less people. There's no less people. There's fewer people. Less money, fewer people. Okay, so the whole reason I did the candle up your with the the flame yeah. was because you said you teased us with a story from a listener, bad advice. Yeah, it's not like that. Oh, it's not like that at it's all. It's not fun at all. It's not even a bad advice, Vinny. It's just oh. a story. Um, it's look, it's just a tiny little one line thing. But there's, I was just like, huh. I guess I don't really think of grownups as doing acid. I just got done telling you on the air. People still do acid. Yeah, I you know like I you were saying that low dose thing, but this person was clearly on an acid trip. I have a friend who still does it all the time. Drops acid. Yeah, grown man. Yes. Who he, is it? He. I'm not going to tell you. He, One of your friends from down south. He loves the Grateful Dead. Loves them. Oh, this is the guy. You don't need to know. It doesn't matter. But you've he, said his name before. I, I don't I want to Pete. incriminate him, but he's who? What? Pete? No. Oh. Pete Kane from no, KanePerformance.com. No, no. Oh, oh. oh, is he an acid freak? No, dude. God, he's. You're telling me he's that a world class athlete and he's an acid. Anybody? No, he doesn't do acid. I'm trying to tell you, and it doesn't matter who it is. I'm just telling you, a lot of people, all these deadheads are still doing that stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause that, to me, seems like you're just waiting for that trip that never ends, and then you go into a mental hospital. Cause there you are. Watching your face melt off well, in the mirror. Have, isn't that what? Well, I think Sid Barrett had other problems, but the Pink Floyd yeah. guy ended up done. Yeah, he was. I think he had some psychoses going anyway. Isn't that his deal? He was just a, like a madman, but then with all the you know, put all the drugs on top of it, and it broke him. Well, the story. Anybody who's a Grateful Dead fan, or if you're a music fan, you really gotta watch their. I forget what it's called, Long Strange Trip or something, but it's on Amazon Prime, I believe, and it's it's long. It's like four hours of, of Grateful Dead story, but they started here during the, 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 what did they call those, the acid test parties or whatever, but these guys were taking so much of that stuff so regularly, and if you've ever done it, it's it's all-consuming. There isn't another... You can't step off. You no, can't well, get it doesn't it. end. It's it eight to twelve hours it's, of it's, like they to to have to just hear what they were up to was mind blowing. 
it's a really fascinating story. And to hear that they're still able to still function yeah. is fascinating. You know, I was just looking to say, I was, you know how I get that uh, This Day in History thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you look this up? Sure can. The Jerry Garcia was 53 when he died, which I guess, you know, it it's was been 20, a while it's since been he's 20 passed. years. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that he was, like to me now, 53, does, like John's 53. Like, right. It seems, and he, of course, he has the long right. gray hair. Like I and thought the, of him as being—I've always thought of him as being kind of an older man, like an old—not even older, old—an old man when he died. But the dude was fifty-three years old. Yeah, like it but was he'd not, been on the road. I know, and touring and he doing was these the drugs, head, right? Holy and doing shit. these drugs. And the thing, the sad—well, there's a lot of sadness in in their story, in my opinion, but. He was trying to get sober. He he had a heart attack in rehab. Mm. He died sober. That is sad. What was your question? Was he 53? Was he 53? Yes, he was 53. 97, 98, when did, when did he die? Oh, he died in 95. Oh, 95. So he would, he would be, I mean, he'd only be in his mid-70s now. Only. Well, and those guys are still playing. Yeah. They could still fill arenas. They could stop if they wanted to. I'd be fine with that. I actually, when you hear their band's story, you understand more about what their deal was. They didn't care about recording. They just wanted to do live shows. They wanted to have these experiences. And so, and I'd been at the shows and was like, man, one song after another sounds all the same to me. I'm just going to be high and run around and, you know, enjoy this experience. And so for me, it was that. But later now, I have much more appreciation for that sort of mentality, which was we don't need to capture everything into a recorded right well i'm sure there are so many bootlegs of their shows going there are that's that, their thing you know, that's and the record that's all there is playing the record company game didn't stoke them out either they right. always felt like Pfft. well they only had one top 10 hit like in their whole career touch was, of gray. yeah the touch of gray which was late in their yeah in their career I know. actually i think that was in the 80s they were just they were a thing they were just a. they were Different than most bands. Anyway, read us the LSC thing. So this is the, this is, I just, to me, this struck me as like, oh, Jesus. Uh, Hey, everyone, I'm coming down from an acid trip and had to tell Sarah something. (laughs) What? I know. I'm like, what the fuck? Is, what? (laughs) I love it. Okay, hi, everyone. Uh, So I'm coming down from an acid trip and I had to tell Sarah something. Remember how you and Vinny were talking about crying after slash during sex? I just had the most insane sex on acid and I cried my eyes out in the middle of it. I've never felt so much in my life. Anyways, had to tell y'all I thought of you after it happened. Sarah literally just said this shit. My poor husband. He was so sweet, though. Finished my wifely duties for him later after I calmed down. So she got up and wrote that to you. Yeah. Right after she finished crying in the middle of sex. Yeah. Was it like orgasmic crying? Is that what she's saying? I, I, I don't know. But she was just feeling so much that it just broke her down. But it's just so funny. Like, I just, I guess I just don't think of like, I, I, is this me just having a stereotype? Like, she's a nice married lady who listens to Alice, but she's, she's acid tripping. I mean, I, it's, I'm not saying it's bad. I actually think it's kind of awesome. I mean, I don't think that I'm not advocating that people should go on acid trips, but it's just so out of the blue for me. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I did it when I was young. And I enjoyed my experiences. It's super dangerous. I would never do it again. I wonder I'm, if her husband was acid tripping at the same time. Like, I have a million well, questions. Well, you'd have for to it. do it with someone. You would, that's not a drug. Or I did it alone. Well, you. I did it. I went to a guy's house when I had just moved from 
Irvine to San Diego and I was making new friends and I go to this guy's house who I'd met down by the beach where I lived and I go go over there and he's sitting there watching and he's like, yeah, dude, I'm tripping. And and I'm watching Close Encounters. I'm like, I'm in. He I got nowhere to be. Tab of acid. So he gives me a hit, uh, uh, right, a, a hit of acid. I take it. We watch this movie. Mine's just kicking in. It takes it, you know, whatever, Couple, 45 yeah. minutes or whatever. The movie ends and he's like, all right, bro, I got to go to bed. I got I to gotta work tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do now? And I'm alone and I'm freaking out like I don't. Are you just starting to peek at I'm this point? I'm just starting to peek. Oh my and god! I, was, I didn't sleep the whole night. This is what scares me about it's acid. Super, like, it's like if everything goes smoothly, live through it. But nothing goes smoothly. Like you know, you think you can fly and get to the top of a tall building. I still lived with my parents at the time, oh, no. and I went back to my room, and I hyperventilated the whole night, <laughs> laying in my bed, hyperventilating, thinking. I may have to go wake my parents up and ask for help. And I, I just kept, like, I survived that night minute by minute. Like, I'm still okay, but I know that I may any second now have to run in and just say, Please help me. I'm freaking out. I need help. Which I don't know. What what are they going to do? Right. It's inside my head. It's in your head. Anyway, yeah, I, w- I don't, I don't recommend it because you just don't know what you're getting given. No. Oh, God, no. And these days, it's all, it's like eyedropper style. Well, and that, so the deadheads used to be like, there would be someone on the stage as the band was coming out, and it would make them take drops of acid as they were walking on to get to their instruments. So if they play a three-hour show, they're they're fully tripping by the end of it. Oh, God. And that was every night. Every night they play the show. That just doesn't, it seems very unhealthy. <clears throat> it's, well, that's why if you've done the stuff, you go, how do you survive <sighs> that? How's there anything left in your head? How are the other guys? Like, how, is Phil Lush still alive? And what's, I, that's, and what's he the was other? the bass player, right? Yeah. I believe he is, and I believe he's playing with Dead and Company and when they jam. And is there one other dude and, uh, that's uh, left? B- and- Bob, is it Bob Weir? It is Bob Weir. Yep, that's the other name. And he's another before. one that you just go, and he's still fairly, I think he was the youngest guy in the band when they started. Mm-hmm. So he's still. Only in his 60s? Well, you know, whatever. Right. Are, I mean, they, can they still They still play. Be, they no, still but can sell, they be, still be taking acid uh, like I, that? I don't know. They still have the same people following them, doing it. Jesus. It's still part of their the culture of that. It's like these the audience. these things that exist as an excuse to take drugs, like Grateful Dead concerts, Burning Man, things that are solely right founded to put on you, to put you in an environment right. where this is what's happening. Well, I had to do it. I was at the Dead Show. I was at Burning Man. And the you know what's weird about the Dead and Company is John Mayer is a fully accepted part of the new. Oh, he's so in. They love him. And he loves them. He's really good, and he, and he knows how to jam. He's right. so, like, musically, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. I know you might hear one of his, you know, sort of hits and go, what? But he's he's a guitar genius, yeah. so he can j- keep up with all of them. Well, and he sings on it, too. I mean, he's fully, like, I've seen some terrible video of them performing. I've been like, oh, Jesus. Oh, really? I'm so glad I never went to any of those shows. Yikes. Wow. All right. I mean, he's he's good. He's fine. And those... But you don't. 
I'm just not. I I actually almost actively hate the dead. Don't don't kill what? me for that. We're all allowed to like our things. Some people don't like avocados. You know, <laughs> what? It's, right? I just. I had some avocado this morning. It was good. God, so avocado. good. It's it's you know what though? Somebody I saw something. I can't remember where. Something on Instagram or someplace where someone goes avocados, green mush, gr- tasteless green mush. There, I said it. I'm like. I don't know how I'm having such a totally different experience yeah, with avocados weird. as that person is. Like to me, they're like nutty and buttery. And yeah, great. I'll just eat them. I'll Delicious. cut it, cut it in half, salt it, scoop it into my mouth. Mm-hmm. Put it, it makes everything better. Let me ask you a BLT, question. BLT, come on, black. You know how you're always a, a big fan of the shower sex, and you're like, oh, oh I love shower sex. That's where it goes down, yeah. like all the time, yeah. right? So, and I've never, I'm. You know, I always feel like someone's going to be left out of the water. and you, Oh, you, you can just, turn the water off. You just, you know, you close it all up real tight. We have a huge shower, and we built a sex bench into it. So we're all set. So hold on. Oh, is that what that's that bench is? Yeah, that's what it's for. So well, what, do you mean my foot up. what do you mean I a sex I put my foot up there to, you know, if I'm shaving my legs, so ostensibly that's, you know. Oh, that's you, the you, sex bench. You can put bench. your foot up there. But, uh, no, we take the handheld shower thing and we spray it on there to warm because it's stone so you Uh need to warm uh that up nobody's ass wants to sit on the cold stone how high is it because i'm about to tell you a story seat level seat level yeah 18 inches okay go on you warm it up and then you know he sits on it or i sit on it or somebody sits on it or somebody braces themselves against it so i'm in the shower (laughs) the other day with the missus so now you have a new shower it's a walk-in now it's fine i have a bigger shower a much bigger like at least you can both be in there Mm -hmm. and you're not banging into the wall or the got two shower heads no oh no that's that's that can be good no we're doing well but not sarah well Hmm. anyway so i built my own showers i put whatever the fuck i wanted in there so we're in the shower and and we're and I'm just I'm behind her and it's slippery and I'm in between yeah. two buns mm-hmm. and I'm but I'm mm-hmm. not in I'm mm-hmm. just sort of like poking around yeah just yeah. hot dogging her mm-hmm. if you know what I mean and I'm just touching boobies and yes there's a baby belly below that but I'm trying you know I'm, she's faced away you can try to ignore it to, yeah. It's, yeah so she goes. Get up on the bench. And I go, what are you talking about? She goes, stand on the bench. Stand on the bench. Stand on the bench. And I go, oh, my. Like, first of all, tell me what to do, and you've already got me. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. Girl giving orders. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So she goes, get up on the bench. I'm like, okay. So she's, I mean, she had to pull me down. But if you know what I mean, as in it was a little bit too high for her at yes. that point. You couldn't like bend your knees a little. You spread your legs apart. And all that. I yeah. did. That's what I had to, yeah. had to happen. Yeah. But she pulls it down and just. And I was supposed to bone her, but I couldn't. I oh. finished right in her throat. I was like, oh, "This geez. is the hottest thing I have had happen in ages." She's slippery and hands all over and pulling me in, and I, I'm like. I gotta make John stand on that thing. I've never you're, done it. With you're not. He is gonna. Sounds lose. dangerous, guys. It, it's not. It was <laughs> no. I I usually you, kneel down in front of him. I put my arms up. I was Brace yourself. I was sure. braced, and she went for it. And there's, it was that was. I was like, 
And so you haven't done that? Well, I blow them in the shower all the no, time. No, but, but that. Standing up? No. It's actually, it's funny that you, you say that. you can stand up. Well, right. That's the beauty of it. And John, I'm a little bit taller than John, so it might, I might not even have to pull it down. So she was like, she did that because she was like, I, you know, the belly. And I can't be kneeling. And so right. she was able to stand right up and she had full access to everything. And she had a couple of soapy fingers up your asshole? I, I, there was a lot went oh, down really tell fast. Me. Tell me I was more like, about this. So she slipped oh. one right in there. Oh, a shocker. Oh, Vinny. <laughs> I mean, there was supposed to be sex and there was no sex. Oh, not for her. No. Anyway. Like, I was, you know, this was like one of those. So then you munched can... your pussy for a while, right? We were done. Oh. She was like, no, oh, that's great. Good for you. So that was no help getting the baby out. No. No. <laughs> that's nope. funny. That I just thought, How long showers... did it take you? Just like really fast? I, I don't what know if say? I. From the time she put it in her mouth until you came down her throat. <laughs> uh... So rude. You got to say when you're going to come. I'm telling you. They know. You know, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, first of all, this, I was... It does sort of change a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. This was... This... And the noises change. But that's when I usually take it out and go, shoot it on my tits. <laughs> <laughs> shoot it in my face. Uh... Just don't get it in my fucking mouth. It's disgusting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that was... It was awesome. Uh... And uh, I don't know. How long? It was you like think? under five, oh, like yeah. under three, maybe. Nice. I mean, Ooh. it was. It's a good one. She had you just so. Well, probably was, a good angle too, pulling it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. The soapy boobs with the soapy butt. First was great lead in, and then she, and then the order. Mm. That the order was part of it. Mm. Like that was. I'm all. What? Get up on the bench. I'm like, but wait a minute. I, I mean. I'm sorry. Did I not just give you a direct order? <laughs> Get up there! But uh, you mean stand? And she's like, now give me your cock. Clear these things off. <laughs> yes, so ma'am. The shampoos aside, I'm like, <laughs> yikes! Well, that's fun. There's, there's, there's a beginner tip for you. I thought yeah. for sure you'd be like, yeah, duh, dude. No, standing on the bench, I'd be afraid you'd slip. I no, no. There's, I mean, the walls are. It's, how wide is your thing? Oh, mine's in a corner, so it's triangular. Yeah, so he'll be fine. No, he wouldn't. He would slip off the sides. Yeah, your shower room is large. It's like a freaking walk-in closet. Like pretty... no, it's not. It's not that big, but it. But the co- but the bench is in the corner, so it's a um, it's just a small triangle. So he doesn't. Oh, it's a, like a right angle. Real, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he couldn't lock his he feet. He might into the be side able to. I guess the walls there. I guess. Sure. Well, we'll have to try it. You guys are we'll handy. Then we can install like a, a bar. A oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a hang bar on the top. Yeah, you yeah, he can hold on. Brace the top. <laughs> he can be like, oh, this is where I come to do my pull-ups. And then when right. I get a little bit sweaty, you know, I can just shower right off. You know, the uh, handicap stalls have those bars. They don't have them on like, the ceiling. You put it at waist level. <laughs> something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's good. Good times. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what do we got here for time? Well, do, we, do you got another? Oh, Read yeah. one more. Oh, we're at 29. That's amazing. No, because no, a bunch of that stuff first, you yeah. out. <laughs> the first 10 minutes of it is no hey, good. Hey, Vin, I just wanted to go back just to uh, just to verify. You were you watched Long Strange Trip That's it, on, on Amazon, Amazon. Prime, yeah. Okay, I want to check that out. What does it say? It's, it it's says a, season one, but it's really just, oh, go down. There's four of them. Oh, no, there's six of them. Oh, there's a bunch of them. 
It's long. It's but cool. it's it's all San Francisco from way back. Nice. So it's Yeah, but it's the dead. I'll never and watch it. It looks that. like a bunch of old footage, even if you it don't is. like the dead. It's I think it's interesting. It's cool of them on Hate Street doing shows right there in the street and like That's history right there. The, it's their people are lined up forever on the street as they're just doing free shows. And that's free if you have Prime, right? Yeah. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, we yeah, watch a lot like of it. stuff on there. I never watch anything on Prime. Yeah. Oh my God, Goliath! It's so mm. good. There's a few things on there you like. Uh, Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. That's where you send uh, emails. Uh, listen, I, I have to say I, we get good emails. Uh, sometimes we weren't even gonna do a secret show, and we get an email that's so good, we're like, "Let's go do one." I want to. I got one for you guys. Um, so please, if you want more secret shows, send more emails. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't lie to the people. I'm not lying. Okay, I'm kind of lying. But it, it is great to get good secret show bad advice uh, emails because really, I mean, honestly, we, we do have your best intentions uh, at heart. Your entertainment. I, I do. And we're, uh, you know, we're, we're friends of yours who will tell you what we really think, which, you know, friends have a, friends that you have in your real life are Gonna you know, lie they to got, you. They gotta walk a line, you know? Plus, God, they're so sick of hearing about your problem. Just send it to us. It's so weird how many Well, let me let me ask you a question. Right. Among your female friends maybe you can't answer this. You might not be able to. Among your female friends, you all know each other, you all talk to each other. Yep. But when there are things that you have an idea are wrong or something that you're do you pry into them and, and try to or do you feel like, you know what? I, I just have keep I have pride. Cool. I've seen some stuff that I've said to myself, <clears throat> I need to talk to her about that. Really? Yes, absolutely. And I do feel like as a friend, you know, at least I give her someone to talk to or she can. It, but you can tell if someone is like that you've stepped over. It's I've, I've had the hand held up before. I've watched my my well, my missus is a good example of someone who's just got a million great friends, mm-hmm. but she doesn't push. And so, if I ask a question that I have in my head, she'll be like, "I didn't ask that, lunatic. Why would I ask that?" And I'm like, "Cause that's no, the question I'm, the world wants to know." I'm a little. I I'll be a little nosy about it, and I and I do feel that you know it's. I'm sure at times inappropriate, but I do feel like. People need to know that someone has noticed and and cares, you know. And I have definitely had, uh, I can think of one example in particular where I brought something up to a girlfriend and she broke down and cried. She was like, oh, my God, I just never thought I could say anything and I didn't want to, I mean, and it wasn't even, honestly, I'm making it sound like it was this big dramatic thing, but she hadn't wanted to say anything. And she's like, oh, God, people know. I'm like, yeah, people know. Hmm. so the pee stains on the front of her pants? Yes, Vinny, it was. I just said, you know, see listen, that. I can You're see weirdo. those. You need to wear a purse that comes down over the front. <laughs> no, I just say that. I say that because... No, I'm actually... I, I've overstepped more than I once. think there are a lot of people who are more polite than maybe, as friends, they should be. And often, in a polite society, you don't have people that you can just ask simple questions of or, or maybe complex questions of that right. involve other friends or... Well, I've dumped my or... problems on friends before too, so I do feel like go ahead, dump it on me. You know, I, I, I'll listen. I'll, you know, I. But as a friend and with in the physical world, I will walk a line with someone. You don't want to go too far or say something that later you can't take back, or if they make a different decision, 
now you're the person who came down kind of on the other side. So it is. It's hard. And that's why I say write to us. We'll, you know, we'll blurt out what we really think, and that's that. Hey, what's going on in the other room? Are those guys in there or not? Yeah, Hooman, you there? Hi. Oh, hey, hey what's up, amazing. man? I was laughing my ass off. Were you? Or did you just walk in there? No, he's oh, been there the whole, the whole time. Oh, you have? And he hasn't been turned on? No, he's no, been have. on. He's just chilling. And, and you see he's interviewing a, an intern? Is da, that what's da, happening? Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, she's still interviewing. So she, she's not going to be on? Uh, I don't know. I kind of wanted her to hear the acid thing. Oh. Um... This yeah, is a yeah. We'll tell her. To this is a baby bad. Do you want yeah, a baby we'll bad advice? <laughs> uh, well, okay. Um, no. I mean, do you have a do you have a vagina bad advice? Is this bad advice for Vinny or is this no? It's oh, just it's, about it's about babies. I see. Let me see if I can find a vagina one. Hold on. Give me a second. All right. You can do the bed. Just go ahead and leave this in. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of, you know what the problem is we get a lot of ones where the sex has dried up for one person or the other yeah. and uh oh, let's we, do one of those. Yeah, let's do one of those. Uh, okay. My apologies to the ones I was going to read. <laughs> to wait for another secret show for that. Too bad for you. This one is really fucking long, so I'm going to oh, I'll man. jump through Way it. Way to go. Homer. Uh <laughs> All right, well, do the other one about the baby. I want the baby. I'm voting for the baby. Kidding. Let's hear the baby. All right, Forget let's hear the, the baby. Now nah, you'll like this one. All right. Oh. It's long, though. But it's from a lesbian, which is, that's why it's no surprise it's long, you verbose bitch. Here we go. Here we Sarah's go. fault, everyone. All right. Settle yeah, in. when this one sucks, Settle it's in, my fault. Settle in. Just relax. Relax. Uh, so, uh, she, first there's two paragraphs of love for us, and now we start. Uh, some background. I have a wife of four years. I'm also a woman. A three-year-old daughter who my wife gave birth to, and I am now seven months pregnant with our soon-to-be son. I'm 35. My wife is 37. We've been in a relationship on and off for the past nine years. Since the beginning, we've had issues with sex. Not me, her. Initially, th- things seemed fine. She would often be the one to initiate, as this was also my first relationship with a woman. Uh, so I guess she figured I really didn't know what I was doing. She pursued me. Six months into our relationship, the, ba- the sex basically went away. Six months in, nine years ago. She claimed to be unsure about whether or not she wanted to be in a relationship with a woman, even though she'd been out for years, had been in prior relationships with women, and had been the one to pursue me. But we stayed together, had sex occasionally, maybe once a month, moved in together in 2010, and I moved out three months later uh, due to, again, no sex life and her being unsure of whether this was what she wanted long term. We break up, but stay friends. Uh... One year later, we've been friends the whole time. I would occasionally sleep over. We would occasionally sleep over at each other's houses. No sex. I would dog sit for um, This is so grown up there. Just yeah. Really stayed friends. So what's the problem? Uh, as I read back, as I read this back to myself, I think, you fucking idiot. You let her do this to you. Finally, I couldn't take it anymore. I still had feelings. She was stringing me along. So in September of 2012, I, couldn't, I, I told her I couldn't have contact with her, with her anymore had amazing sex with other people and thought, ah, this is what it's supposed to be like. Was with a woman in a relationship for about four months when, you guessed it, uh, my my now wife comes back into the picture with an email basically begging for me to take her back, claiming she's changed, she loves me, she'll work on the sex issues. I meet her for dinner a week after the email. We have sex that night. It was as if I had to completely cut her off for her to realize she wanted to be with me and for her to have this chase again. So by January of 2013, they're back together. They move in together in April. She proposes that May. They get married in June of 2014. Sex life was moderately improved. 
prior to getting married. But once we were married, the chase was over. Had sex one time during our 10-day honeymoon. Uh, fast forward to today. We have a three-year-old girl, a baby on the way. We have not had sex in two and a half years. We go to couples counseling weekly. Have done so on and off for basically the entirety of our relationship. Uh, at this last week's couples therapy session... She says she's done talking about our sex issues, that it feels like it's all we talk about. She told me she does not have the bandwidth to continue talking about our sex life. Hates her job, doesn't have uh, many friends, can't wrap her head around the political climate that we live in, feeling fearful that our rights as a lesbian couple will be taken away, considering moving our family to Canada. Uh, all these things she's worried about, her, you know, also her wife being pregnant. But her favorite excuse is that she just has a lower sex drive. So what's the question? <laughs> Hold I mean, on. hold on, because I'm I'm just getting to the last full page. Your right. comes to mind. Settle but, it, I mean, what, honestly, what she is fucked. She's fucked. Yeah. She has a kid with her, another kid on the way. They've been married for years. Like I don't. I mean, sure. Your the answer is you're in it or you're out of it. Well, but well, hold on. Also, look what you saw. All those signs and kept coming around. Like, what is the deal, man? She's a God, dummy. We are, we're so stu- well. Love makes you so stupid. She loves her. Well, does she? She obviously does. But this wasn't like... This isn't love. This wasn't like, oh, I really like, I don't know, kinky sex, but I at least we have some sex. This is, there's no sex life. None. And we've been Zero. in counseling my whole life. Like, you, she has to beg for any kind of attention. At least, you know, there are those couples out there where maybe they at least have vanilla, you know... Once and, a week they do it, and right. they're able to call that a relationship, and they've got everything else built up around their lives, and, you know, they that's okay. It's livable. And they made the genius decision to have kids. Don't forget that. I call her out on her lower sex drive, reminding her whenever we would get back together right after a breakup, she seemed fine uh, to have sex just fine. Her response was, fine, let's go home. You tell me what to do. You tell me what you want me to do, and I'll do it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, With, that is thanks fun. Thanks so much. Right, I'm just uh, later. I told her, I want you to want to have sex with me. I'm not some pity fuck. Uh, that's more, that's, so what's the that's in any relationship, too, by the way. It doesn't matter. People yeah. want to feel like you want them. And it could be 20 years down the road, and maybe you don't really want them the way you used to want them, but you should still swat them on the ass when they walk by yeah. and say, hey, hottie, what's up? She says, at this point, I'm out of ideas. After this past Thursday, I'm, uh, this was the therapy session. I'm strongly considering divorce once this baby's born. The fact that we're married, have a house together, and have one and a half kids together makes the situation that much more complicated. That's I right. love my daughter so much. The thought of not seeing her every day absolutely kills me. But at the same time, I have to get these needs met. I'm even starting to regret this pregnancy and worry that we made the wrong decision to have another kid. You did. I'd love to hear any and all advice on that. He, she she well, did. I just, you know, now that gay marriage is legal, you have to, there are huge consequences, especially, you know, when things don't work out like this. Well, marriage or not, you have kids together There's and a house, there are huge consequences. Well, I'm the just end. saying the whole marriage thing makes it way more complicated. Well, now you have to actually go through legal proceedings. Legal to proceedings, yourself. that's right. Uh, yeah, this sucks for you. Um, Horrible. It is your fault that this happened. It is. Uh, and the way out of it is a divorce. Maybe you guys can go back to being friends. Maybe maybe she'd be fine with that. Just be like, look, we're, I want to separate as a married couple. We can co-parent for a while. 
You need uh, to work on yourself. But I need to be in a relationship where I feel wanted, and you know, I, this, I assume that the other woman must be unsatisfied, too. It's a super sad thing that happens in all relationships, gay or straight, but it's this life that gets built up with children yep. and jobs and homes and, and cars, and you, you co-mingle your finances and your bank accounts, mm-hmm. and then this comes up, and you look at it, and it's overwhelming in size and what most people do certainly we know that a lot of men do it they just cheat they just go looking at trying to unravel all this shit or just trying to get laid over here it's so much easier to just go fuck somebody and hope that I don't get caught and I can keep all this crap together I like this stuff this is good I have a good life here and I love my kids I I actually love my wife I love my home I'm not condoning it but I'm just saying you're in the common heterosexual relationship problem now which which is you've built all this stuff up together it's all completely linked and tied and legally bound Mm -hmm. and all you want is to just get laid and you want the person who who you do it with to be like, yeah, fuck me. Yeah, I want you. I'm you, into Right, this. you want to feel attractive and desired and not to be a pity. I mean, a pity fuck. Actually, that whole phrase bums me out so bad. Yeah. Like, it's I'll nobody. do this so you'll shut right. up. Oh, fine. We'll just go home. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. Great. Oh, great. Thanks. Great. That's so, so hot. You'll fuck me and, and you hate every minute of it. That sounds great. Yeah, this, is, uh, this has to end. Or it doesn't. I mean... You know what? The but, easy way is for you to, to just stay in it and shut up about the sex thing. So if you can do that, great. She uh, can't, sounds like though. you can't, and you shouldn't. And so, and one I, life. And that's I, what, what I, you get. The reason I told you that other side of it is because that's the other where that's the other way that ends up. You end up becoming a cheater and mm-hmm. and you know doing everything weirdly being missing for periods of time because you're trying to fulfill this other side of your life. Meanwhile, your kids are like, where'd other mom go? Right. Yeah. Oh, she's on business. Oh, she's uh, staying at someone's house tonight. What? But that's how that ends up. Right. And there are two kids in the mix now. And, you you know, they will model their future relationships uh, watching the two of you. So fighting in front of them, not really great. Uh, you know, you want them to see a loving, what a loving, healthy relationship looks what, like. What's sad is that you guys had been in counseling and that that's going nowhere. Because I, I certainly had this problem after we had our first kid, and I was like, I, I, I just put it out there. I got to have it once a week. I have to. I'm not going to be in a relationship where that's not happening. And I don't know what's going on with you, and I don't know where you went, but you've gone back on the deals we've made, and you've you're not. You're not plugged into this relationship, and I'm not going to stick around for that. I'm not. It's not. It's not going to happen, and it's going to kill me to leave my kid. Kill me. But I stuck and worked through it for my kid, and luckily we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. it lasts. But you're married to somebody. You're with Woo. someone reasonable. The woman this woman's with is completely unreasonable. It sounds awful. Yeah, it does. It for sounds sure. horrible. Yeah, I, I don't know what she's going through though. You know, people do go through weird Absolutely. funks in their well, life. She's talking about, you know, the woman's telling uh, the woman who wrote uh, about all these pressures that are on her and they've got this other kid on the way. And, yeah, it just sounds like a, a lot of excuses and the chick just doesn't want to bang. You know, people do that. You know, it's not even that she, probably she does love you. Like, people get sick of fucking other people. Yeah, They just do. Do they? They do. But it feels good. Yeah. I mean, 
What else are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel like doing that. I don't. I don't feel like fucking you. Huh. It, it happens. Yeah, I know. It hurts. It sucks, doesn't it? You guys getting laid a lot? You back to normal at uh, your house? Uh, Brittany? You know, not as not as much as before. Yeah, because well, every single day well, is what right? you're doing before. You know? A couple times a day. You know. <laughs> We're doing okay. <laughs> Look at Bryn. 45 minutes. Let's get out of here. Oh, All Bryn's right, done. Fine. Okay. Have a great day, you guys. Send those emails. Sarah Irvini at RadioAlice.com. Make them interesting. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>